Welcome to the prayer experience. Um, it's, thank you for joining us today. Please share this video. Um, subscribe to Delhi Talks Media UK channel. Click, click and subscribe. Share. You, if you are live, please connect and leave your prayer requests, your praise reports and comments. They will all be read and prayed for. Prayer experience hotline is available. The number is on the screen. Welcome everybody. Welcome to Thanksgiving. Today I want to focus our Thanksgiving on the scripture of Colossians 3.16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms. I chose this scripture because I want us and, and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. I chose this scripture because I want us to to focus on literally being thankful for correction in love and being grateful for family that God and protect us and be yielding even when we're not understanding what God's greater picture is in a situation. It can be hard to yield to um, other people who might see a bigger picture, um, but it's so important that we yield. And I want to be, I want us to be thankful today for people who are not afraid to speak out. Um, even it might not be what we want to hear but for our protection because they love us in such a way I speak that because I personally had a, an experience recently where a dear friend of mine was not afraid to tell me that if I got involved in that sort of thing it would be kryptonite to me and I'm thankful that she gave that word of knowledge and I was able to follow through eventually on it so I want, us, I want us to be thankful. Let's pray into the fact that we have godly leaders. We have godly friends around us. Let's thank, thank the Lord and be thankful for that. And thankful that we can pray and we can have family around us who guard us and protect us. And that um, endure with us and walk with us through trials and, trials and testings and tribulations. And that we don't always understand why they are guiding us the way they are guarding, guiding us. Why they are guarding us the way they are guarding us. Why they are praying for us the way they are praying for us. But that it's, when it's from a place of love, when it's not from a place of control and bad authority, that, that the, we are able to uh, yield and just be obedient and, and even not have the understanding, but that the understanding comes later. The understanding might come later when we can look back and see how God protected us because we were able to listen to the people who knew better because we ha they had the authority over us. And that authority came from God for them to, guide, to guard us and guide us from ending up in situations that later on we might not have been able to get out of if we'd have just been left to ourselves. So we just want to pray and say thank you, Lord, for those people around us who are not afraid to speak out, who are not afraid to guard us, and not afraid to come and speak into our lives, even though it might offend us, even though it might hurt us, because they love us so much that they don't want us to fall. They don't want us to end up in a place that is going to cause us harm and pain. So um, 
That is the heart of the Thanksgiving scripture today, to be thankful for those that admonish us and teach us and to be yielding and to be understanding and open and absorbing of the teaching because we don't always see the bigger picture. We might only see it in a small portion and we might not see it at all until later. But the aspect of we need to have that area of faith in those faith and that's where faith comes. We, we have that faith because people understand greater um, than us sometimes about God's greater plan for our lives. Um, so I want to say th- that, you know, we just need to pray into being thankful for the people in our lives that guard and protect us and love us and want the best for us no matter what. Um, it's always hard for us as children of God, especially as adults, to learn that we still need to mature in the things of God. We still need to mature in those areas. And sometimes God will allow certain things to happen to us where we will come up to a point of temptation, not to test us, but to grow us, to make us, to make us grow in that area, to grow in that area where we might be weak, to recognize that we still need that protection and covering and we can't do everything by ourselves, that we need to um, be yielding in that. So um, that was um, what I got for Thanksgiving today. Um, And we give thanks. We thank God. Um, My inspired word came to me yesterday when I was sitting in the Northern Quarter in Manchester, which is very colourful. I was sitting at a bench um, that was underneath um, a canopy. And I thought about the booths and the tabernacle, which is the canopy, which I will later explore more in the area of the healing, but especially in the northern quarter. It was in Piccadilly behind, I was struck that it's behind the circus. The scripture that I got is the words of the Lord are pure words, a silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. And that actual inspiration, that word, comes from Psalm 12. um, Psalm 12. And the prior scripture to that is, um, with flattering lips and a double heart they speak. May the Lord cut off all flattering lips and the tongue that speaks proud things. Who have said with our tongue we will prevail. Our lips are our own. Who is Lord over us? For the oppression of the poor, for the sighing of the needy. Now I will arise, says the Lord. I will set him in the safety for which he yearns. The words of the Lord are pure words, like silver tried in a furnace of earth purified seven times you shall keep them O lord you shall preserve them for this generation forever so i was um meditating on and um, on this word because of situations that have been around me and situations that have been like i said previously um in the area where um i'm being tested i was being tested in an area that i was weak um and I, thankfully, I think I've passed the test. Um, it remains to be seen. Um, but the aspect of um, that sometimes people can come, come to you and they might say nice things. They might um, say really lovely things to you and they're things that you want to hear and they're things that your heart is yearning for. But are they of God, even though they are nice things? Um, and the word of God is pure. And when it is 
when they are words of God, it will be backed up by actions that show that they are of God. And that's how you can how you can tell the difference. A really close friend of mine who walked with me through that journey recently said to me that you can tell somebody's heart by if they're faithful with the little things. If they're faithful with little things, they'll be faithful with bigger things. So strip everything away so that only, uh, only the... Th- only that which is God remains and then you can tell what is real and what is fake and what is pure and what is not and silver um, the word of God is in the furnace of earth and that struck me because in other translations it says it's a crucible and the crucible is a place where um, on the furnace of earth where things are refined where things are heated to the end to the to the highest level and the highest degree um, and and, um, and they're put through the fire and to be refined. So those areas of your life where you are weak, when you come under the yielding of those that know better than you what is going on and they have that heart for you to, to grow in the Lord um, and to purify um, the word. The word, is, the word is purified. It's purified seven times. That's a lot of purification. And we all need to be more pure. Um, and I was sitting at a bench and there was lots of marks on the wood and um, I got the word benchmark and um, the definition of a benchmark is a standard or point of reference against which things may be compared and, a, and the second definition is that a, it's a surveyor's mark and it's cut in a wall or pillar or building and used as a reference point in measuring altitudes so I was really struck by that because um, you know, um, the um, when you uh, it, the aspect of having a benchmark and where is our where is our compass point? Where is our benchmark from which we go ho- hi- higher in God? But also, where is our boundaries for holiness? Our boundaries can always be um, heightened when we think we when we think we're protected and we're living holy there's always a higher level that we can go to sometimes we need to strengthen those fences sometimes we need to strengthen those those um those areas of our lives so that the enemy can't get into a gap um and thankfully um a lot of the time if we're strong enough um the enemy can't get into those gaps but it's not necessarily the gaps it's it's maybe that your fence is not high enough your benchmark needs to be higher your, your starting point needs to be higher. It needs to be higher in the Lord. And the altitudes that we can, we can grow in those things because um, as long as we yield to the wisdom and the knowledge of God and, and soak in the word because God comes. And, you know, in other scriptures it says iron sharpens iron. And um, iron is a sharp thing. And when that's melted, it has to have really, really high levels of, of burning and, um, uh, and of, of, um, of melting, really, really high temperatures. So that is the furnace of the earth. So I want to take a moment of reflection and prayer to pray into um, those of us that, um, for, for people to grow in their holiness, to grow in the benchmark and to lift their benchmark and to have conversations with God, real conversations about where is your benchmark for holiness? Where can I grow in those areas? Where can I grow in the areas of sanctification? Where can I grow in the areas where 
um, the world is taking over um, and I'm not giving everything to God where there's an area in your heart that God know God knows about and he's exposing it or an area in your physical life that you're that that God knows and he's exposing it for you to grow and to uh, be refined and to like just refining the refining fires to to blow away all the dust and to grow in that in those areas and to strengthen to be strengthened in those areas to hold your position to hold that point of reference but to raise the bar to raise the bars higher and to have greater expectations of ourselves and it's not about um, effort it's it's not about effort it's not about works it's it's not about being self-righteous it's about being more hungry for God and growing more in God and in the things of God and knowing how the value of the blood of Jesus and contending for greater levels of holiness um, in our lives um, in, and greater levels of separation from worldly things and from worldly pursuits um, um, and to be more of a worshipper and to seek him and to go deeper in him to um, because when everything is stripped away what have we got when everything is stripped away we have all that's left is God all that's left is, is God do we have are we spending enough time with God are we intimate enough with God um, God should be enough for us and um, if are there areas in your life where maybe you've discovered that God uh, for some reason isn't enough it's not because God isn't enough it's because there's an area in your life that isn't fully surrendered to God and you need to surrender that area so I just want to pray into that that's that moment of reflection of asking God where is there an area is there an area in my life where I'm not completely surrendered allow let's pray that we are, we are yielding enough and open enough and raw enough and real enough to surrender those areas to God and if we need help with that to call on those of those family members within our church family those elders those leaders to help us to surrender and just be raw and open so those are the things that want us to pray into today for the moment of prayer and reflection so um, the prayer for the nations today is taken from Genesis 12 verse 1 to 2 now the Lord has said to, uh, unto Avram get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show you um, and I will make thee a great nation and I will bless thee and I will make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing um, so um, I took that from the time when I moved up north um, and God said just go because there's promises over your life that I can't fulfill where you are go be like be like Sarah go um, and just go into into the area and just go with faith and um, God gives us the nations God gives us those spaces where we where we go in faith and we walk in faith and we put our feet and I just want to pray for the nations 
and pray for more people to hear closely the word of God, for them to move into the things of God that they're not yet moving in, to move in the things of God that they don't even realize that they can move into, but that God has given them territory, God has given them mission, God has given them a calling, God has given them a purpose for the, for the areas of our lives, each and every one of us, where we're not moving in the full purpose of our lives. Let us, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, I just pray and I hope that people will pray into this and they will be led into, an, into areas of their lives where they haven't fully explored the fullness of God for their lives in that area for them to move into the into things and that can be a scary thing sometimes when you're going into maybe territory that is unfamiliar and that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to move halfway up the country like I did but it might be that you're moving out of into an uncomfortable zone of, of a, a space that you've not moved in before and, and an area of your life that is unfamiliar where God is bringing the promises to pass and it can feel uncomfortable and you have to navigate whether it is of God or whether it is not of God and to learn the landscape of that area and to work out and there's a time of working out whether it is of God or whether it isn't from God and that can be um, unsettling but that we must be not afraid to do that because God says that he doesn't give us a spirit of fear. And fear is a, is a weapon that the enemy uses to keep us bound, to keep us stagnated, to keep us not moving in the things of God for us. So um, let's just pray into those, into those areas for our lives whilst we're on the stream. And also afterwards, let us reflect on the areas of our lives where we are not fully moving in the things that God has for us. Or when we're in, where we're in a waiting period but that has become um, beyond, gone beyond the time of waiting because there is sometimes a time when God says for us to wait. But it's important that we serve a God who is as the wind. He is the Holy Spirit and he blows here, there. Um, and it's important to be um, knowing when God is saying to be still and to be quiet and to be in one place and when he is saying for us to move and to move with him not to go ahead of him, um, but to follow him and to be obedient and to hear clearly what he is saying for each and every one of our lives independently and individually. Um, um, and my prayers for the church um, are similar to that today. Um, taken from the scripture of Psalms 133 verse 1. Behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Um, and the precious oil that, for, that goes, is poured down, red, running down on the beard, and running down on Aaron's beard, uh, on, on the collar of his robes, so as to be the Jew of Hermon falling up, facing on Mount Zion. You can read the rest of that scripture, but the first line of it is, Behold how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. The um, essence of that needs to be experienced, to be understood fully, I believe, um, because um, it's only when we dwell within the presence of the brethren in unity that we can recognize that previously we might have been dwelling in a place where we were not in unity. And um, 
the sweetness of dwelling with family, where there's unity, where there's openness, where there's transparency, where there's a rawness to be able to just be yourself. That's just so freeing. And that in itself can bring a new level of freedom in Christ for each and every one of us. So I just want to pray for the church. The prayer for the church is that though, that churches that are not moving in full unity, that they that they that they um, yield to the Lord and yield to the kingdom and yield to God in those areas, so that churches across the nations can dwell in unity and be understanding what it's like to live in brethren. Because where where there is unity, God commands a blessing. He commands a blessing. A blessing is our portion when we live in unity. And for each and every one of us to be right in our hearts and be standing and be in line with the will of God for our lives. And when we have pure relationship with God in the vertical, um, uh, then that comes naturally, um, supernaturally naturally in the horizontal. And that's where we meet in the middle, at the center of the cross. Um, and to pray that where there's um, there's areas where we're not out of where we're out of alignment with uh, with the Lord, uh, or out of alignment with God, that people um, come into alignment with the will of God for their lives. Um, so just want to pray that for the unity for the church. Um, because that's where God commands a blessing. Because as, as well, we, we reflect the world. Um, so um, we reflect the world in that, and that's how people can see and find Jesus when we're in alignment with him. Prayers for healing today come from me sitting under that booth in um, the northern quarter and thinking about the tabernacle and the booth of... Um, and the meaning of the garment, which is the talit and the scripture, that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. And the talit, which is the prayer shawl, the corners of that, is actually what the Lord is speaking of here in Isaiah, about those who hold on to the garment. They hold on to the corner of the garment, which is known as the wings. And the woman with the issue of blood, she understood that and she grabbed the corner of the garment. So I just want to pray that we um, have, the, have the authority and the power to understand that we can grasp hold of the corner of the garment and not let go of that um, for our healing in all levels. And on the back of the teaching, um, in Mark 5, which, we, which you can look at later, with regards to 12 being the number for authority, and the woman with the issue of blood, and the young girl that was raised from the dead, um, and she was 12. Um, I also had a word of knowledge from somebody on the stream. It's something that I personally have to deal with, but it's to do with the hemoglobin levels and the iron levels and the oxygen transportation. Because when your iron levels are low, it can cause brain fog and your red blood cell count can be, can be low and it can cause problems with balance and, um, and the, ox the oxygen needs to be, it is stored in the muscles and it's, it's important for, for cell 
for the cells and for breaking down nutrients and transportation between cells and it, it produces energy and the conversion of waste products in the body so iron is such an important thing hemoglobin is an important thing and I thought it was interesting because iron reacts with oxygen and uh, just got the sense that we need to check ourselves that we don't get rusty and all creaky and um, so I just want to pray into the healing of the blood and the healing of our joints and our muscles and healing spiritual healing so that we don't become rusty so that we seek his word all of the time because that is the breath of life into our bones um, the oxygen of the Holy Spirit breathing life into our bones breathing life into into everyone I pray now for the healing um, for the healing words um, that have been spoken that, that everybody um, believes and knows that they are healed by the blood of Jesus by the stripes we are healed and to go and claim your healing it's part of your inheritance as a child of God and um, you can believe for it um, you have a new DNA in Christ Jesus anyone who's watching on the stream who doesn't have the blood of Jesus as their healing balm um, they can give their lives to Christ and um, um, and accept Jesus as the Lord and Savior and the blood of Jesus will come and wash everything away so we thank you Lord we thank you for this um, prayer experience and this stream this live stream and we say hallelujah thank you Lord for all of the people that have are on this stream who have been touched and ministered to and thank you for praying with us um, today Please subscribe to the free audio podcast. Um, and if you need prayer, phone the, phone the number. Prayer experience is back tomorrow, Thursday at 1 p.m. UK time. Um, and you can also watch it back if you don't catch this live. Um, and please post it forward to people. Um, it is a great witnessing tool. Thank you very much for joining me today on this um, uh, rainy day in Preston in precious Preston. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Oh